Hello, colleagues. Hello, friends. And welcome to The Corporation, a podcast that's too fun to fail. This is the show where I speak to employees of Hogswood Cooper Media, the worldwide conglomerate that owns everything from slaughterhouses to payday loan companies. Each week, I strive to learn about and celebrate the folks who work for the many subsidiaries of this remarkable company. I'm your host, Dean Ardenfeld, and I'm required to state that I am not employed by Hogswood Cooper. But boy, am I a fan, and I think you're going to be too. So let's get into it, shall we? My first guest is a senior game designer at Thrust Media, one of the country's top video game development companies. He is responsible for leading the team that brought us Murder Patrol, Out Horan, and the incredibly popular Fight Your Mom. In his spare time, he volunteers with his old fraternity. Please welcome Tanner Lockwood. Dean, how's it going, dude? Great. I'm great. And thank you for being here, Tanner. Yeah, no, of course. My pleasure. And uh, and tell me a little bit about uh, you You develop video games. What a, what a crazy cool thing that is. Right, yeah. You know, if you told me when I was a kid, like, blown up monsters or freaking whatever, that I would be, like, that I would grow up to kind of, like, turn my wild ideas into, like, polygons pixels forms bitmaps whatever sure that the masses would be able to play like i'd be like get out of here but you know now it's my reality so it's like a dream virtual reality right yeah but it's your actual reality. but it's my actual reality yeah like i'm actually a game designer wow fantastic uh fantastic and so tell me a little bit about the realities that you create uh these these games what uh like let me think about something recently okay so like this morning um, you see in front of me, I got a few snacks, right? Sure. Like I didn't know how long this podcast would take to record. So like I went up, I went to the convenience store and I bought myself like this Mountain Dew Livewire right. and some Bugles and some hot Cheetos. Okay. So I sure. grab the snacks and like, I go up to the, to the person at the counter and she's this like, she's gorgeous. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I walk up to her and I say like, okay, I'll buy these. And she's like, okay, I'll bring them up. And then like my imagination starts running wild you know what i mean like what if she was this like centaur like fairy princess lady or whatever and she's like come right away with me and like we'll like we'll build a world together and like so that's like and then of course that didn't happen and i just paid like five bucks 45 cents and i bought myself and i'm here now um and so like now that's all i'm thinking about (laughs) gotcha gotcha so like basically like the crazy part. I could even make a game out of that. Like, right, of course you could, um, yeah. Like, we meet yeah. our hero in, like, a, he's just a normal guy with a sword, and he's, like, in a, in at a shop or whatever. Sure. And then the shopkeeper's like, I need your help. Save me, save me. Right. And he's like, I don't know if I'm the one to save you. All I have is this sword. And she's like, yeah. that's exactly what I need, you know? Right. And then he gets to be the, and then he gets to go save her, wow. you know? Sure, totally, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's interesting to me, uh, you guys, your company makes these incredibly popular games, and you have been kind of, uh, uh, I would say, like, sort of gently criticized for the depiction of female characters in your in okay. games, right? And, uh, and, like, the scenario you just painted <laughs> right. uh, it was basically uh, the quote-unquote damsel in distress situation. Okay, right? but in many of my games, you can play as a woman, so... Great. And do those female characters that you can play as have, uh, I don't know, like, any kind of agency? You control them. Yeah, but I mean, are they still depicted as sort of helpless? Uh, okay, yes, the stats are sex, different if you pick a female character, objects. obviously, yeah, so because they, there are differences, okay? Yes, and right. people, I mm-hmm. feel like one of the main 
I, okay, this was something that I got flack for. Your boobs have to be a certain size, right? Because it only makes sense with the armor in the world that I created. That's lore, okay? Uh -huh. okay. And you have to, like, it wouldn't make sense with the character models that we created that you can't see the boobs in the right. first person viewpoint of the character. Right, right. You have right. to be able to see them. So if you play as a female character, like, I've, and I've done this before, a full two-thirds of your view is obscured by, like, the the lower two-thirds of the screen is just a, a cleavage from yeah, a first-person point of view. Yeah, and people complained, and I get why they complained, because that kind of blocks your viewpoint, and it's harder to aim. I get why they complained, because <laughs> yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like, sure. it's harder to aim when you can't right. see, like, most right. of the screen. Right, right. Um, yeah, and then when I was playing as a female character, not only couldn't I see most of the screen because of my own cleavage, but then, like, whenever I tried to do something, a male character would swoop in and do it for me. Yeah. Yeah, so... So, and you've programmed it that way as well. I didn't. Well, yeah, because again, in the lore, in the lore. Right. We got to stick to the, the, the canon, right? We've got to stick to the canon and the way that the magic works. Yeah. So like if you're like, basically there are a few women have skills, obviously, like there's a skill tree for female characters. It's okay. separate from a male character's skill what, tree. What are some of those skills that the female characters have on their quote unquote skill tree? Um, crafting. Okay. Um, so there's like a whole crafting arc that you can yeah. uh, go down if you choose to play as a woman character right um is there a reason why when you go down the crafting arc the points are worth uh one eighth as much as they would if you went? well because it's not as important to maybe the central storyline as gotcha. like <laughs> artificery and magic and all that stuff right, so right, right. um yeah so you're put basically at an extreme disadvantage if you play as a female character in terms of your ability to have any agency or okay okay not not a disadvantage to be a woman dean careful oh, <laughs> i wasn't suggesting that uh being a woman is any kind of okay well it's what you said with your mouth so uh, okay um is there i mean I, I and i'm not trying to pry here i'm just uh, you have come under some criticism because uh thrust media apparently has only ever in their history hired one female employee and she quit after three days so yeah okay we hired her because there was this video game that we had designed called glass cliff and she was we put her in charge of it and it just so happened that that video game's code was completely broken um mm. we didn't know that going in um okay. but it was completely broken and at the time we were about to release the game we put her in charge of it and then it completely fell apart and so it sounds like it sounds like she was a bit of a scapegoat scape no no because scapegoats in my universe are kind of god figures so that would be ingenuine to call them that okay um <laughs> they're, so you they're have actual, runic you magical have, goats called runescape goats and they are beautiful okay you have runescape um, goats in and your, so we're not going to gotcha. be calling them that okay. she's, she wasn't that um she <laughs> was put in charge of mm -hmm. what ended up being mm -hmm. coincidentally a sinking ship and she right. quit when she found and she came up to me and said basically like you set me up for failure sure it doesn't matter i'm getting into the nitty-gritty details sure, yeah. but basically that's how i came up with the game for angry vixens and oh really so there was some good that came out of it. yeah it was some good that came out of it it was a bestseller that's great um well before we get to our second guest here i want to ask you so you're not a college student anymore but you do volunteer with your old fraternity yeah no we basically have like an a big brother little brother situation and like ah. the fraternity i kind of guide them in like the ways of the world because i've kind of like been wicked successful you know what i mean sure, so yeah they're all like trying to find out like oh like is this the way and also like i don't know if you know this but like frats 
and gaming culture kind of get embroiled in a similar scandals when it comes to the way that women are treated and Did perceived. They? I had no idea. Yeah. So the parallels there, like how to navigate that world of sure. like, how do we navigate in a world where women are always like, stop. You know what I mean? Right, like right. you're treating us bad. And so, yeah, because women frequently tell you to stop. How long does the average conversation with a woman last with you? Uh, until they say stop. You know what I mean? Like I'll be talking to them like the, oh, okay. Here's a prime example. Say like today I was at a convenience store and I got some Mountain Dew Livewire hot Cheetos and some and bugles. Googles, yeah. And you're, you're I went right, up right to right the, here. and so conversation was going totally fully normally. Oh, right? this is the woman who sold you them. The one you want to base the Pegasus video game. How on. did you know that? Well, you, you told me that you were fantasizing about the woman behind the counter oh. as a Pegasus that you would run away with in a video game. Before, today, have we talked before? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this very thing and you have the Bugles and the Cheetos and the Livewire oh in front of you right now. Wow. Um, so, so, so we're so, at the convenience store. So you don't even talking remember talking, you don't even remember talking about this. Sorry. Woman. I've been thinking about a different world entirely. Okay. You're not very engaging. I'm so um, sorry. I'm so, so sorry. we or at, say we're at the counter and I'm talking to her. Uh -huh. And so like, basically I'm saying like, Hey, um, your, your hair flows like the lava river of Ruth rock. Right. Okay. And she's like, can I get you anything else? Yeah. Like, do you need any cigarettes or anything? And I don't smoke. So I said, no, thank you. Yeah. And then I went back into it. I'm like, your eyes are as blue as the sapphire gems that power the rod of me. And, um, the rod of me, rod of me, M I, oh, um, it's you. a mythical rod that powers I. men's sexual urges. Um, and basically, so, so, wait a, so wait a minute. So at first I thought you might be, and I'm sure she thought you might be referring to the rod as some anatomical part. Oh, of I see where she got confused. But then, even just you telling me, me to even you telling me what it actually is still sounds like a sexual come on. Uh, you, you understand how that could sound like it oh charges the sexual. No, I was just thinking about the sapphire bits of it. Wow. You have some, you have some bad luck with women, I guess. Yeah, is how I'll you say. See it? How, that's how you see it. I'll though. say I ha I got kicked off Tinder because I kept hacking it. I'm so, I'm so sorry to hear that, and uh, and I I hope that they reinstate you, and I hope that you're able to have a conversation that lasts more than seven seconds with a woman at some point. Um, but I do need to move on to my second guest, who is a woman. Oh, that's not your secretary. No, no, uh -oh. no. See, that means it's exactly that kind of assumption that I think maybe might be kind of problematic for people who look at you and your company, Thrust Media, as uh, potentially. Do you get the sexist. pun? Is it does it have something to do with sexual energy? Yeah, thrust me, the rod of me, thrust me, dia. Oh, is it spelled M I D I A? No, no it's M E D I A. Okay, but it's a pun, Dean, because that's how they work. Ta All right, move on. <laughs> I think I shall. I want to get to my second guest, but before we do that, let's just pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. All right, we'll be right back. The corporation is sponsored by Vermont Comedy Club, offering world-class stand-up, improv, and sketch comedy five nights a week. This weekend, see Jackie Cation from Conan and Comedy Central. The Comedy Club has a full bar, food menu, and table service, so make a night of it. Vermont Comedy Club is located just downhill from the Flynn Theater on Main Street in Burlington. They also offer classes for adults and camps for kids. For more information, visit vtcomedy.com. Now back to the show. And we're back. We've been talking with Tanner Lockwood, senior game designer at Thrust Media, and now I'm going to bring my second guest into the conversation, who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. Our next guest is the store manager for the Syracuse branch of Hogsmart, one of the largest retailers in the world, with their recognizable box stores of discount goods in nearly every suburb in the country. Her branch won the coveted 2016 Corner Cutter Award. She and her husband spend weekends in a tiny house in their backyard. Please welcome Yolanda Sump. 
Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. Uh, it's great to have you. So your store has been incredibly profitable and efficient. That has to feel so good. It does. It does. We I worked really hard at it, and yeah. you know, uh, my friends call me Yo-Yo, but my Yo-Yo. employees, you know what they call me? What? You know, I'm store manager. Yeah. It's Storm Sump. Storm Sump. Storm Sump. Storm Yo Yo. Storm Yo Yo. No, they're not permitted to call me Yo Yo. Oh, just that's a friend thing. Storm Sump. Storm Sump. Sump. Wow. Yeah. So uh, you, so Yolanda, you've you've kept uh, your employees. You just you you make them work real hard. You keep them in the store overnight. You lock the doors. You don't let them take bathroom breaks. You refuse to pay them overtime, and that's how you get the numbers, right? That's right. Yeah, that's and, right. And of course, you don't see anything wrong with that, right? Hey, I work that hard. I'm there the sure. whole time. They're there. I'm there. Yeah, I'm there right behind them. Yeah, yeah. I did see uh, you've you've uh, you've pulled in one of those uh, lifeguard chairs, and you're mostly sitting in that in the center of the store while everyone else is doing the the, the work of the. Well, that and I got the drone. The drone. The drone, and, and I, so I'm yep. really I've really gotten good at having the drone fly over the aisles uh-huh. to make sure, and uh, I put a silencer on the drone okay. so they can't hear it coming now. <laughs> I didn't it's, know you, it's a very unique thing. I didn't know you could silence a drone like, well, a, like a pistol. Well, it's special. It's very special. Uh-huh. I, I Drones can be pretty loud, Dean. They've got a hum, a buzz, Not a hum, this right. buzz to Not them. Not this one, Buster. <laughs> This one does not have Whoa. a buzz. Oh wow! You wow, talk to me that's weird. a lot of this. A lot of direct eye contact happening right mm-hmm. now. Are you are yeah. you feeling safe, Tanner? Are you feeling okay? I don't know. I- it's okay. okay. I'm used it's to okay. men reacting okay. that way to me. It's, he just went on his phone. I think he's just trying to escape from what's happening right now. Um, you also, uh, you've been uh, sort of accused of uh, of tricking people into working for the store. Um, undocumented workers, mm-hmm. uh, that sort of thing, and then not paying them. But that's a, I mean, it's a valuable well, lesson to learn, that's the way you right? get to s- them to stay all night, you know? Right. Okay. You so, know, somebody who's documented, hey, they're going to go to the Labor Relations Board. But sure. these people, <laughs> they're not going to go there. I because guess what? Then they'll get. You so know. do you just uh, do you just cruise over to the Home Depot parking lot and pick up a whole bunch of people and have them be your cleaning staff for the night? Is that how it works? It works. Wow. It works. And so yeah. then you get to put on your form to corporate zero dollars for cleaning, right? That's yeah. Yeah, and the store is immaculate because I follow behind them with a white glove. A I white glove. A white glove. Wow. I do the white glove test. Yep. 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 On the floor. I've seen that. You were kind enough to uh, allow me to. Uh, come in for an hour or so in the middle of the night and mm-hmm. I've seen you do that little test with the white glove you've got the white glove on one hand and you've got your cell phone in the other mm-hmm. and if someone looks to be potentially not uh, not working very hard you'll just show them the number for ice uh, that's right in a threatening way is yeah. that so that keeps them working that, very that and knowing where their children live okay yeah. you know yes. where their children I live I do know where how do you find that about a bunch of people you picked up at a Home Depot you know my husband is a very uh, resourceful man but at your direction your husband uh researches these undocumented workers and yes, finds yes. dirt on them. Um, th- I've also, uh, I also know that right across the street from the, the Hogs Mart is, a, um, is an assisted living facility and mm-hmm. you've brought some of the elderly folks over and just basically pinned them with a name tag and used them as greeters. They are so happy to be out of that place. Yeah. And, and you know, they can say the same thing over and over and over again. Haven't you ever noticed that about old people? Of Why course, the first right. quest giver in every video game is an old person telling you that they lost their pot or something. Right. You know, I games. track the sales of those games. Oh, do you? Yeah, because yes, you sell I those do. games at I your store. I do sell store. those same games. They do not sell well to the female demographics. And did you know that females spend more money than males? So you're missing a whole market, buddy. Okay, hold on. Sorry. 
Thrust Media boasts Thrust Media boasts games for both man, man, no, boys we don't and girls. Yeah, yeah, Just check yeah, out yeah. some of our video games for girls collection. So you know like Clop Clop so Horse Decorator. Why is your store so clean? Because I play. Su- I I am a secret shopper. Oh, you play secret shopper within my own store. How, so you put on a disguise that your employees. You notice don't how short. <laughs> You notice how short I am? I do. You're yeah, well, uncommonly short. Yeah, I, I am. I am uncommonly short, but not when I'm the secret shopper. Is there any chance, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I've heard a rumor, that you uh, visit your own store in a trench coat sitting on your own husband's shoulders? Sometimes, when I want to be exceptionally tall, but I also have several different height stilts. Several different heights. I've got different heights and different wigs and, you know, different clothes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can be Cloaks just about any. And yeah. I have an awesome bunch of masks. <gasps> wow. Awesome. What do you think that is? As a matter of fact, Tanner would be envious oh of my, my masks, God. I must say. Masks give you different powers depending on if you equip them with different gems and blades. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um... Tanner, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering like what life would be like for you if I just uh, removed all abilities to fantasize and you had to like actually like live in the here and now in the real world. Do you ever think, oh, maybe if I lived a little more in the, in the r- actual reality that we all share, that I would relate better to, to other people? You're getting very tight right now and, uh, sh- and shaking. Am I making you uh, uncomfortable by that thought? Damn it. No, I was trying. I forgot I couldn't cast a spell. Without oh, my- <laughs> you were attempting to cast a spell oh, upon it. me. Okay. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. See, if 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 you just talk to me about what you're frustrated about instead of trying to cast some kind of demonic spell upon I'm me. I'm frustrated because usually where I'm at in my head and in my world, uh-huh. problems are immediately solvable because I created the world so I know exactly the codes and the methodology and all of that stuff to right. get through whatever obstacles are put in front of me because I put them in front of myself. But here, right. this right. is confusing. Well, maybe I give you a more fun question, okay. which is uh, you're confronted with uh, a, an interviewer who appears somehow to be trying to cast dispersions on you and what you do. Okay, cast dispersions. I'm not I doing that. that. I'm okay. just saying uh, that I, it appears that way. Mm-hmm. And with uh, 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 an older, strong female person who uh, uh, doesn't like it, like being uh, trivialized or sexualized in any way. What would you do to, I don't know, overcome that challenge in the video game? I guess. Oh, man. You're really unlocking something for me, Dean. Maybe you're not... Maybe not every non-player character is an enemy. Sometimes people are trying to help you realize something about yourself. Mm -hmm. Maybe Uh. you two are other heroes and I'm not the only one. Wow. Maybe I'm meant to look up to this strong female character who calls ice on her employees. (laughs) Maybe... (laughs) Maybe maybe he should come over. Uh-huh. Come on over to Hogsmart. It's the biggest one. It is huge, and you can walk the aisles with me, and look at the real world. Now real I want to warn stuff. you, Tanner. There is a chance that this woman is attempting to get you to work for free, which mm-hmm. which in a video game would be possibly a, that would be some kind of witch. Right? No, yeah, wait, it would be wait, some wait. kind of witch. No, no, wait a second. Now there's another stereotype. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah, you're right, Dean. Forget what, what I, I said about other people being also heroes. I don't know if we made any progress whatsoever. So I think we'll just call it there. And uh, and it's just been an absolute delight having these really different perspectives. Can uh, I eat my share. bugles now? You said I couldn't on mic. I, I, I never said don't eat He's probably going to make crumbs all over here, you know. <laughs> um, 
I uh, eat your bugles and um, enjoy yourself. Oh, these are sun chips. <laughs> they're sun chips. Okay. I like sun chips. Can I? Have That's about all the time we have for today on the corporation. I want to thank my guests for speaking with me and our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, and email me at deanardenfell at hotmail.com. And remember, Dean Ardenfell is not and has never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Cheers. Can I can I have some of those bugles? That, yeah. Thank you, guys. The Corporation is a presentation of Unical Media. Dean Ardenfell was played by Nathan Hartswick. Tanner Lockwood was played by Aaron Paulson. And Yolanda Sump was played by Shelley Mathias. Subscribe to hear new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. For more great stuff, follow The Corporation Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and check out thecorporationpod.com.